Hello, welcome to the Wasting Time Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, just here with a very short intro today. While I have you, can I please ask any listener to please check out the new Lovebreakers single, Autumn Town? Uh, it's a beautiful song, perfect for this time of year. Go check it out if you haven't already and give it some love, please. I'm just going to jump straight into today's interview. Today, I spoke to the Irish band Greywind. So you'll hear me during this interview. I keep referring to November the 10th as if it's either today or in the past. But if you're listening to this episode as it comes out, you'll know it's November the 9th. So sorry for that slight discrepancy. But their new single is out on November the 10th. It's called Antidote. Check it out wherever you get your music. Let's dive straight into it. You've literally just come back from LA. Yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah we're recording in LA. So now it's like back to Ireland. I mean, it's not as exciting. It's not as exciting. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, that, that answers my next question. I was just going to say, was that, that band related? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long were you out there for? We were two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So I definitely want to ask a little bit more about that. But let me, um, yeah. before I get distracted, let me just introduce myself. Very rude of me. Um, I'm Chris. I'm one half of the Wasting Time podcast. My my co-host is absent most of these days because he's just had his first kid. Um, he has a good he, excuse. He does have a, yeah, it's, it's a fair excuse to be fair. It does keep him busy. Do, do you guys just want to introduce yourselves quickly? Yes, I'm Steph. I sing in the band Greywind. And I'm Paul and I play guitar in Greywind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and it's uh, it's really nice to meet you guys, uh, albeit yeah. over Zoom. So you just say so you just come back two weeks in LA. Um, is this what what what's it? Uh, you know, I don't know how much you're able to say. Is it um, EP single or full length? Work? Can't say, but it is music related, it, and it's okay. and it's lots of music related. Yes. So, and something's going to be dropping. We can probably say yeah, so, say that uh, we have a new single dropping on November 10th. Yes. So called Antidote, yes. which was yeah. so we've been so patient yeah. waiting for people to hear new music, and now it's the right time. We're so excited for yeah. people to hear what we've been working on for so long. Yeah, because it's been a while before you've released anything like properly yeah. you know full band new yeah right? yeah yeah it's yeah. been a long journey it's been a really long journey, but now like yeah. but now it feels like everything has worked out for the best even like seeing our music like reach so like millions of people and going viral and in, in yeah. the last couple of months it's been like yeah. sometimes you can you're patient and it doesn't pay off but it's like paid yeah. off for us like it feels yeah. like <laughs> oh awesome um yeah no and i should i should also say so we're, we're recording this on the second but i will be releasing this probably i'd say at the earliest next friday so for awesome. anyone listening to this the single is out now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i hope you like it <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's called an, an, antidote you said well antidote yes, yeah yes it is my favorite growing song we've yeah. ever released so oh okay <laughs> yeah we're so yeah. and like and the music video, I don't want to hype it up too much, but it's the greatest music video we've ever made. Yeah, the music okay. video will be out on the 14th. On- so if you're listening to this on the Friday, it will be out on the Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not long to wait. Yeah, um, exactly. Who did you do this new single with? Did you? Did um, we recorded it in LA with um Sam Guiana. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was like such a, an amazing recording yeah, experience. It's my favorite ever time in a studio, even this last two weeks. It's just been so just chill and I, I feel like every other time I've been in a studio I've like overthought stuff or I've had like a panic yeah. attack felt that kind of pressure whereas this time it's just been so nice yeah. and it was it was just so nice to finally record new music as well after so long and even recording in like California is like yeah. so inspiring like yeah. waking up every day and it's like the weather's beautiful and you're excited to go into studio and yeah and even like like I said, us having like our fan base growing every day, and we're it's just really exciting times right now. Yeah. Antidote, you said was recorded in LA as well. Was that mm-hmm. your first time recording out there, or if you, was some of your previous stuff? We like we've yeah we recorded our debut album in Texas. Yeah. Like oh, eight, okay. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. I did I did read that. Yeah. Yeah. So we keep it like yeah we're always like drawn to America and everything comes up. Even like our fan even going viral now is like. So most of our fans are Amer- from America. So it feels like it's like I feel like we're drawn to America because all of our favorite bands growing up were yeah. American. I yeah. think we just yeah. have a thing. Yeah, yeah, like like growing up, like our biggest influence would be like My Chemical Romance and like yeah, yeah. 
Mineral, Taking Back Sunday, Jimmy Eat World. Like we yeah. grew up on this record. So going to some of the like some of the same studios that they've worked in is like so inspiring as well. That's very cool. Yeah, I feel like we have that in common because like me and my co-host, that's the that's broadly the music we grew up on as well. Mm-hmm. And also like our biggest the biggest audience to this podcast is by far America as well. Oh, amazing. So like if that's kind of fits with your band as well, then that that that, that. works well. <laughs> Love um, that. So, so did you say you got back was it last night you said you got yeah, back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like nine hour flight back. We were crying all the way home. I know. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm so sad. I don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> how's the how's the jet lag? It's bad. I I, I woke up 20 minutes ago. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate you waking up for this. But yeah, I always find it is worse when you're going back to Europe. So effectively going forward in time messes yeah. you up more, doesn't it? Yeah. And even I feel like when you're over, when you go like somewhere else, you're excited. So you don't care if you're tired. Or yeah. whatever. That's you very, home. that's so true. <laughs> but just coming home. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, let's talk about home a little bit. So you said it's a bit, well, it's probably, probably not that different to what I have over in Surrey. Yeah, at the yeah it's so great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Were you guys, did that, did Storm Kieran hit Island at all? Or is it just, because it, it, it got us in the UK pretty badly last night. So yeah, but not that quite... bad where we are. Yeah. But yeah, we're yeah. like, we're in the south of Ireland um, in yeah. Killarney. And like, yeah, we didn't get that bad, to be Unless honest. Unless when we were away, it hit, I actually don't. Yeah. <laughs> when <Okay>. it actually hit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was bad and we don't like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone would be like, wait, that was like the worst thing ever. And we just didn't, don't know. <laughs> You mentioned that you're based in in Kalani, you, but uh, and, and I don't think we mentioned your your siblings, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. We are okay, okay. You, so are you both born and raised in Kalani? Yeah. So we grew up. So we grew up here, and there's like there's no scene whatsoever. So we're like <laughs> okay. we're, we're like just the two emos in town. We go busking in town and we'd yeah. be playing Take Back Sunday. People would think we wrote cute without the E by Take Back Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just wouldn't know what. Yeah, was. like literally we could never, even that's why we were two-piece because we could, usually people make it the choice to be it. It's like, I'm forced yeah. to be in a band with her. Like I'm forced. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we could never, there was no, we could never find, never find a band. So that's how we started. And yeah. like we, a couple years ago, we just, we were like, okay, we can't, there's no scene here. We can't find any other, we're the only emos in this town. Let's just go into the studio for the first time ourselves. And we yeah. went into, and we were like so nervous. We had never even played a live show ever. It was just the yeah. two of us, but we just wanted to, starting a band was always our biggest dream. So we just went into a studio for the first time, recording our first ever song. It was a song called Afterthoughts and just recorded a demo of it. And we are like, okay, let's just post it online for fun. And then the next day, every major label emailed us and we are like, uh what what is happening what what it was crazy that is crazy like how like who picked it up that it became so i don't know because obviously the average person will put out a song and not you know unless they have contacts no one will really notice like so how did that kind of get noticed like that i think it was posted on a blog some indie blog and then i'm guessing it someone an A&R or something we, and then it spread we sent it to no like it's yeah. like we have no connection to anyone in the music industry yeah. we're like in yeah. a small town in Ireland we just posted online like we didn't even have like a profile picture on our page we just had a white photo and, and we, we weren't kind of we kind of posting it for ourselves we had no fans we had nothing yeah we weren't yeah, yeah we weren't doing it to like okay this is the big start now it's just like we just want to start something we kind of feel like we were yeah. doing something so yeah every every major label emailed us asking oh who are you are you signed already who's your management and do you have other songs and we had only finished that was our first time we we're like yeah we have loads we didn't yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yeah how, how so long then, so how so when when was this? How long ago was this? So this was back in like 2015. 2015. Back okay. in 2015. So a while ago. And so we were like, and since then, there's a lot of craziness yeah, has happened to be honest. Like, <laughs> we can try and shorten the story. It's a long story. It's been a lot. Like I said earlier, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And it's yeah. an, an end and the journey ended on in in, in LA. So it's yeah, gone well. <laughs> it ends well. But it's been a lot of it's difficult been, times. Yeah, it's been it's been hell during some of it. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, that is that's amazing. Like, and particularly like, so your song must have been so strong because I feel like, let not just major labels, they would look at someone new and just think, okay, what are the numbers like, you know, yeah, how exactly. many? Yeah, was... well, for example, yeah, we had no no subscribers. We had, like yeah. I said, we just had the. It was just a white, uh, plain white, and just had grey wind and black font. Yeah, like, we, we, <laughs> like. like we're just really. Yeah. 
And when we when we got those emails, I thought it was my friends just messing with us. Yeah. So my head, then I Googled the names of the people. I said, oh my God, these are real people on LinkedIn. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. So then um, we ended up um, ended up signing a deal with uh, with one of the major labels. Um, and then which, which label did you sign this, with initially? This was Universal. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, before we haven't even played a show yet. We've written our first song. And we've somehow signed to Universal. And we had a management, a new management Manage- who we didn't even like. We've only just met them, and they're they're negotiating yeah. like twenty percent of a work. massive record day. It was like a whole thing, and this Whoa. is our first ever experience in the music industry. This is our first band. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. How, how, cool. how old were you both at that time? Like, this was like seven years ago. Like 20, so then, 20, when yeah. so there, so then when we they meet, so looking back, they immediately so we signed a deal, and they immediately said, write your debut album. So looking back, it was like, wait, we've never played a show yet. We were like, shouldn't we like do an EP? Couple of... You think, oh, I'm going to trust these people that know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not very loosely now. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So then um, we 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 just, um, we went into kind of like our own bubble. Like we like poured our hearts into this song. Like our, our album, our uncle committed suicide. And these songs were in, like came yeah, about from grieving and like getting yeah. through that. So we poured our hearts into this album and like every song into connects and through our artwork and music videos and everything. So we were in like, we were in mentally like a dark place, even though like the, like it feels like our dreams coming true, but in our music, we like pour everything into it. So, and especially when we were told to record a debut album, I knew like this is going to represent us for the rest of our life. Like I didn't sleep for probably six months. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, we were yeah. so like focused on this. Cause like, okay, we got this opportunity. I'm going to pour my heart. We're going to pour our hearts into it. And so then we got the opportunity, we sent, Hey, record it in Texas. We were, we were having like, we were like imposter syndrome. We were like, yeah. wait, we haven't played a show yet. We're like, we we're forced to do our debut album immediately. It was kind of like, I think a lot of people wouldn't, you think you'd want that pressure, but looking back, it's like a lot to take. I remember I was, like I said earlier, I was having panic attacks every day mm. in Texas. And from the outside, you think... They're living oh, the dream. <laughs> and then part of me felt like, oh guilty. my God, yeah, guilty. Because you feel like, oh my God, this is everything I've ever wanted. But yeah. then that pressure of, okay, I have to front a band. I I want, like Paul said, these songs are going to represent us. I want it to be perfect. Yeah. And yeah, it was, just, it was a good time of really, really difficult and sad at the same time <laughs> yeah. which worked well for the album exactly. because you can hear how sad i am i guess <laughs> yeah what, where, where in texas did they send you um, to do that and who it was in el paso it it's like this this um studio called sonic ranch studios yeah. it's like this massive beautiful taking my sunday i think jared way recorded there and explosions in the sky who are post yeah. like one of our biggest influences like um they're incredible post-art band so yeah we're like like even going in there are like influences for this record we're like like post-rock bands like Explosion in the Sky and Caspian and then like emo bands we grew up on like um Taking Back Sunday, Mike Horowitz, Mineral, Clarity yeah. by Jimmy Wild. So we we I think how some bands they start their career and they don't know what they are yet. We yeah. knew we knew and sometimes we're very lucky we knew you. we knew from day one what our band was and what we wanted to be and we knew yeah maybe that's why we kind of maybe from the outside people could see that could handle the pressure oh, a slight yeah, bit more of, of doing your debut album because i knew that we wanted our debut album was going to be a calm to storm yeah. beautiful yeah. and an explosive kind of emo rock record so yeah but yeah we didn't we didn't have the chance to discover who we were but at least we knew who we were immediately yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that's interesting did you um so you mentioned obviously when when the initial interest came in mm-hmm. you hadn't you hadn't even played Gig, never so. been on a stage in our lives <laughs> when, when, when tell me about the uh the first time you did go on a stage like what did we put on like quite a big stage or yeah, no, yeah. so yeah we were on a like a, a uk tour and we we're play- our first show ever time on stage was in bristol, bristol. and it was we we're like we had, i feel like i don't know something took over my body like i just <laughs> i was like this is what we've always yeah, wanted. You just feel so at home. Even now, that's my favorite place is on a stage. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I felt like growing up, like we said, watching like Jared Way and Jim Atkins and like Adam, Adam Lazara. Yeah. I feel yeah. like all of them just like I just became yeah. that. Yeah, we just like. <laughs> so it was just great to finally do it. And I feel like, like Paul said, I think we were thrown into such high pressure situations 
you kind of sink or swim. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I feel like we're used to like right now we could be put into any situation and we can get through it because we started like, like Seth just thrown into it. Yeah. So then going on a stage and it was like, all we ever wanted. And it just, yeah, it was like, it was, really it was amazing. Good. Then we got the opportunity to support thrice, which was like, wow. <laughs> which was like, that was, was like one of our biggest influences again. And yeah. then we got Reading and Leeds and Rock and Ring. And this is, these are our first 20 shows and we're like, what the hell is going on? But we like, even the reaction, I think feeling like we, we poured our hearts into our, these songs and we like, and we, we knew we deserved this opportunity and even people like connecting with our songs, even on our first show, we had people turning up with gray wind tattoos already and yeah. flying from different what? countries. Yeah. And then our first show in Germany, we like we were from Kerry in um, County Kerry in Ireland and we had people chanting Kerry as we're walking out in in Germany and it's like our first time there so it's kind of like I feel like people really it's that kind of old school thing with what we grew up on I feel like we have our, we're very lucky with our fan base that they, they they have that thing where they just connect so much like you know when you see like Mike McCormick's fan base where they're just every aspect from like the art and all that they connect to it I feel like we're very lucky that our fans yeah. get that. Yeah, they could. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of, it's been, it's it's been, been crazy. crazy. Yeah. So but those... then all of that was great. And from the outside, it probably looked, everything's yeah. amazing. You're playing Reading and Leeds, you're doing this. But inside in the kind of business music industry standpoint, it wasn't yeah. Yeah. great. So, yeah. so then, so to rewind slightly before we played our first shows, so we just got back from Texas, like we poured our hearts into these songs. And before we went out, like the label were loving the songs, singing along to the songs in the offices and stuff. We were like, we were kind of surprised. We're like, we're doing what the hell we want. Like they haven't said, hey, go and write a pop record because they wouldn't have got that. <laughs> so right, we just, right. we're writing a camp, a dark, beautiful, like emo record. So, yeah. and then we recorded it. And then when we got back before our management sent us a, a message to have a zoom and said have, we have an important meeting before the song the album's even mixed they, we get told that we're being dropped because the seven acts uh, that made the label no money this year um are being dropped and we were like we haven't released any songs yet we just got <laughs> they just we were, i was yeah. like they released anything to make the money they just immediately sent us to texas like we wanted to do an ep and then tour and but but yeah. then we were like it was all good and our management were like um our management at the time had their own label um through universal so they said to be honest, guys you're just going to get the rights back they've agreed to give you all the rights back and we're just going to release it through our own label so basically our management's the label now but um but we could kind of tell that our management and team at the time kind of kind of lost interest in us as soon as we right. dropped we could just tell that they weren't as excited anymore yeah. but for me and steph it was like nothing has changed it was like we had are we gaining new fans Zane Lowe was playing our song on the radio we had yeah. all this industry so in our world nothing has changed it's just a, a label has decided to drop us it's just some bad luck but, but, but yes. our team we could tell that they weren't they, they kind of switched off but for us me and Steph are like we're still nothing has changed for us so then um we um we released our debut album on in 2017 yeah, and it was like we came out and we were playing our our seventeenth ever show, and we played. It was like looking back, it was like you put your trust in like like people. It was like, why are we releasing a debut album? And this is my seventeenth show tonight. It's kind of looking back, it's insane. It was like yeah. probably people like looking at our career think it probably looks like we've toured the world 14, 14 times, but like <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we're like on social media. I feel like we're very good at social media. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so our album came out in january and it charted in the uk rock chart on the back of 17 shows like and we had Amazing. we played our headline show our first ever debut headline show was in london in a church um saint pancras church and we like oh yeah yeah had people flying from different countries like czech republic from spain for over from ireland and it was like we sold it out it was like such a special night but we could still see that our our team didn't really care about us anymore and uh we we were like me and steph were like talking to ourselves like we're gonna get dropped any second right now because i can just oh, tell so you you could you could really see it coming oh 100 yeah. percent. that there was just no care yeah no kind of excitement about us even though every opportunity we got we we'd, we'd do we'd, our best we we 
put 110% into yeah. every show, even though yeah. the, it sounds like Paul said from the outside, it probably looked like we were doing so much, but there wasn't a lot of shows, yeah. like even agent-wise, yeah. everyone kind of shot off. Yeah, it felt yeah like, we had like, yeah. so then, so then we then randomly one day we get the call my i got the call my phone rings and saying hey um yeah it's best we part ways we have okay we're representing other artists and they have 20 did, records out there. did that still when that moment happened did it feel like was it like a crushing moment or were you like hey this was i knew this was coming i'm cool with it yeah. like what was that yeah. like or for me i'm a very insanely positive person okay. um <laughs> yeah, in a sense, like you could cut off my right arm right now, and I'll be like, at least I have my left. I'm that type of guy. I'm the opposite. Yeah. So when <laughs> I got that, so so when the moment we got dropped from our label, my mind was going was automatically goes to they're gonna live to regret it, kind of type of thing. It's like I believe yeah. in these songs. So when we got the same call from our management, my same thing was like, was like, thank you for everything, all the best. But in my head, it was like, it's gonna work out good for us in the end. But obviously, yeah. Steph has a different mind to me. Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> devastated and hot for for me not even to get on the phone call I felt very disrespected as well yeah like Paul got told I just felt again there was just no respect and the interest was gone it was very the way it was done was horrible and then for Paul to have to come in and tell me like that we're all the people that we worked with since we've started the band don't want to work with us anymore and then our agent dropped us at this immediately after really really kind of lost it's like we got everything and, and then we lost it, it all. Yeah, but you think, but yeah. So then it was just so it's back to just being um just just yeah. me and Steph again. Um, yeah. but the thing is, me is like we believed in these songs yeah. so much and they hadn't been promoted yet. For the limited amount of people that heard the songs, they connected with them and like with people at shows like crying and like getting yeah. tattoos and like even to tie into our new music now. During yeah. all this happening, we were actually writing, started writing these songs are like like antidote like because those songs were how we felt at that time of just like just that pain mm-hmm. and like we want yeah. something to happen no one's believing in us why is it just me and Paul the yeah. other people and it so all those songs were actually being we were kind of just demoing them at the yeah. time and right and all our team had heard all those songs but we we still got dropped but anyway <laughs> so then so then we were but, but my mind goes to I, I, these songs are special. Our debut album is special. And these new songs are even next level. And my yeah. mind goes, to, I, I just believe in them so much. I don't really, I don't really care what the music industry thinks. Personally, it's just like, what do, how do me and Steph feel? And how do our fans yeah. feel? So I always yeah. been like, all the best. Thank you for everything. But we, we're, we're fine by ourselves. So then um, when we, when we were saying like the lack of, okay, this is a, Plot twist time in the story. Plot twist. Oh, Plot twist. Yeah. So when we were telling, I think a lot of bands could be like, oh, our team just stopped caring, but they can just feel that way. Well, we have like living proof. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, okay, so when we got dropped from uh, our label and our management said they were going to release it to their own label, um, months and months passed. And we and Steph were like, they haven't put a new record deal in front of us. Have they forgotten to give us a record deal? We're when you said yeah. months and months passed, what were you doing during that time? Were you just just, just like sitting here writing, sitting here writing? Then we yeah. play every every would do like two shows every six months. It was like nothing really. So yeah. we were like, so yeah. So then um, we were, so when we got dropped from our management at the time, um, me and Seth were like, wait, we, they didn't make us sign a record deal. So we were the first time you've obviously signed the contract and it's the whole thing. So I was like, you didn't do that the second time. So we were like, we own all the rights to it. So we just got got back in contact and said, hey, can we just take everything down off Spotify and YouTube and everything? Because like we own it all. Um, So they were like, no, you signed. (laughs) We were like, no, we didn't. (laughs) So that's why. So then there was like, then we waited. That's why we I think people don't even know this. That's why we did not release any music because we refuse to release any music until we have our debut album back, which hasn't been promoted yet. So then we waited and then in le- back and forth thing with lawyers. Yeah. And, yeah. and then in late yeah. 2021, early 2022, I think it was late 21, we finally got back and they admitted, yeah, actually wait, we forgot to make Grayman sign a deal. <laughs> so we waited six years for that. So then Whoa, we finally, okay. so then we finally, so when we finally got the songs back, the debut album, we poured everything into it. So then we re-uploaded to Spotify posted it went on to tiktok this is what an irish emo rock band sounds like 
And then we got over 100,000 followers from those same songs that got us dropped. And now we have like, and it's growing constantly. We've just hit. Um, like, and it feels like, I always say, it feels like we've actually released the album. Just like, now. Just now, yeah. yeah. Or last year. Oh, okay. it, yeah. it felt like before no one had heard it. Like a few, we had yeah. obviously that really nice, like small, very small core fan base. But now yeah. it's like, like it's spread over to America and Europe and like yes. Asia and everywhere. So yeah, the same songs, like the songs that, that's what I always love, like telling people just like, as long as you believe in it, yeah. don't ever listen to anyone else. Because like yeah. literally, we were told we've been told we're done yeah. literally we're physically told we're told, so good. With, to our faces we'd be told <laughs> yeah. we are done and literally we're bigger now than when we were signed to a major label so shows like we had three thousand followers when we were on a major label and had a, a big management company then when we're by when by ourselves we end up have, have getting over a hundred thousand so yeah. it's kind of like just believe in yourself yeah. and if you if, as long as you believe don't and be patient and I patient as well so much patience exactly so yeah so then we yeah. like i said we in we posted the clip of the same that's first we posted a clip of car spin and it got half a million views then we the next day we posted afterthoughts and it got 1.8 million and then we posted a clip of in autumn and it got 5.8 million views it was like all these songs that we poured everything into it and our team didn't get at the time it felt kind of like, like people were getting our, our fans yeah. our fans decided that we weren't done <laughs> like and they were and that we yeah. we haven't even started yet if like we haven't even played 50 shows as a band yet yeah. so that's what's yeah. kind of so exciting now and even though and now even these next songs yeah. are next level and we're like yeah so it's insanely so exciting for people um to hear these songs yeah. and yeah but it's been like a journey but it's been it's been it's been worth it and we've been so patient and it's been when i look back i'm like i don't know how we got through that yeah but like i said those the fans throughout all that like even a random tweet a day or something or guess to a month yeah yeah <laughs> get off of it. yeah someone buying a t-shirt or sending a picture of their tattoo they got or even just saying oh i'm listening to gray wind right now that yeah. would make us just be like okay it's okay we'll get through it or even when we play the little one-off shows and just to see the fans singing along, crying and stuff, we were like, yeah, we, we're doing something special and it will, we will get through it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, so when did, um, uh, just just for the benefit of the listener, so uh, Casey from the Wonder Years is your yeah. guys' manager. When, when, yeah. when, did, uh, when did Casey come aboard? Yeah, so, yeah, so we, when our music went, first went viral last year, we were like, yeah. our followers were like pouring in. We had to like, I, we had a DM from Casey. Um, we're like, we like, we we love the Wonder Years. So we're like, we're like, oh my god! And he, just, and he just sent us a nice message saying, oh my god, just saw your your music popped up on my feed, and you guys are incredible. Um, keep doing what you're doing. And that was that was like, oh my That's god! Such a nice message to hear with from someone so that we respect so much in sure. another band. Yeah. in such yeah. a cool band. Yeah, just say that to us was amazing. So then, um, so then, um, like we had like no management at the time, and we were like our music's going viral we didn't have a, we were like oh my god the art, what and the we hell were, again we were very wary of industry we were yeah. like who do we trust to let into our yes our bubble so, yeah so then yeah. a couple of months passed and we were like noticing that all our like 80 percent of our fans are from the u.s so we yeah. i went to walk one day and i was like well just this was months, like six months later after that casey dm i was like Maybe Casey from yeah. like the Wonder Years, like he, he's from a US a US band. Maybe he might be able to help with like some advice, some advice yeah. of what we should be doing. Cause like all our fan, yeah. our fan base are US. So I sent him a DM, like never met the guy before. <laughs> um, just that one that 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 DM who he sent. I said, say, hey, I'm um just wondered uh, if you could give us any advice. I'm used to going viral right now. And he immediately got back straight away. He's like the loveliest guy in the world. And we had a, yeah. a Zoom call the next day. And the Zoom went on for like three and a half hours. We just clicked. He, he, yeah, I, I mean, like I've only met him in same circumstances. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, he and I mean this in a good way, but he can talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can. Yeah, we can as well. I think so. Right. Yeah, so I think that we just got each other immediately. And I, yeah. I remember like we weren't it wasn't a call of us saying, hey, will you be our manager? Or anything like that. It was just a, giving some advice. We just told him our story. And I remember, yeah. And then we, when we got off the the call, and Steph was like, "Oh, I'd, he would. I'd love if he was our manager." He they just were got. Like, oh, but it was yeah. Can't just ask him. Yeah, yeah. But so then the next day we had a another three, another three hour Zoom with it, and he said to guys, guys, we had sent him the demos we had yeah. after the Zoom call, and he got back to we had so he set up another Zoom call, and he was like, guys, 
those songs of like are absolutely incredible. And he ended up saying, I would love to manage you guys. Yeah. Like immediately. And it was like, it was like it just all kind of clicked and happened just organically and yeah. just in a nice way. I yeah. Just, we just get it. Like, you know, when you just click with someone it's like he like just I, and from him being in a band i feel like he understood us our, more than anyone else would yeah yeah okay himself, himself in his own yeah. band and he just understood yeah. how stuff works yeah so it's been like amazing and so like we started working with him yeah, earlier we, this year yeah we had another four hours with him yesterday so it's like <laughs> oh, did you <laughs> go on for a while like <laughs> gone way too long <laughs> we're just around the corner from your next release but mm-hmm. for the listener it's probably out now um yeah. but like what's this this year so far, how's that looked for you? I mean, you said you said the the Casey thing came about earlier mm-hmm. this year, so that's one thing that's happened. What what else? Yeah. Have you played many shows this year? Like, no, we played one London show um in February, and it was amazing. It was like where where, where was that? That was at the uh, Academy Two in Academy Islington. Two, yeah, and it was oh, like right. yeah, it was like such a it was such a special show, and like were you were you headlining or yeah, it was a headline show. Oh cool. Um, so yeah, so that's the only show we did yesterday because we knew we just wanted to do play one headline show in London and then we we're going to spend the rest of the year like focusing on new music and getting that everything in place. So like I said, after we started working with Casey, we we're just talking about the demos and we had a call with the producer, Sam Guiana, and he just got us immediately. Um, yeah. So then we, uh, we went, we flew over to LA and Casey, we met Casey in person. Met, person yeah. Casey was with us for, was in the studio as well. So he, yeah, he co-produced, oh, nice. he co-produced these with Sam, with Sam. Yeah. So it was just oh, right. in, okay. in the studio with two of them, like two, like incredible people. And yeah, so. they just, and just being people that just get our, get us completely. And yeah. we just, just an amazing experience. So, um, so yeah. So then, um, so yes, yeah, so we got loads of new music on the way and next year we have lots of exciting things that have been worked on right now and so yes really finally it feels like we have everything in place yeah. now and we're just so excited for people to to hear our new music yeah are you, are you able to talk about any of the plans you have next year i mean bear in mind that this will be out next week or is that still kind of under wraps even we're still now? we're still working on things but like getting to play our first shows in the u.s is one of our biggest priorities it's been our biggest yeah. dream since they and would like so that will be happening. so next year that some we'll be doing some special things and we'd like yeah we're just so excited for and in the UK and yeah, all the everywhere where everyone wants to see us we'll, where everyone wants to see us we'll be there yeah we'll be there I'm <laughs> sure we won't do one show a year <laughs> yeah. it's amazing I, I I really admire your kind of uh, perseverance and patience the fact yeah that- yeah we've been told a lot of bands would have quit years ago <laughs> I always say if Paul wasn't in the band with me I probably would have quit <laughs> he's so positive and I have my moments yeah. but and again the fans yeah. well again they've I don't think they probably even realized how good they've been like I said the little little things like a tweet or an Instagram yeah. post just have carried us through yeah really dark yeah so so yeah even no, no, go ahead. sorry. Or even like the song, even like the song name Antidote, it just sums up yeah. like them, our yeah. fan is like find, trying to find the cure and it's like surviving like through the darkest moments in your life. And I think people are going to... Even the Antidote, the song itself is that kind of, I'm not going to swear, but the, a big kind of middle finger up to the people who have kind of done us wrong yeah. in, in a way. And it's just... So when people listen to it, you'll get it sounds a lot <laughs> if you if you listen to this okay if you're listening to this podcast go and listen to the song and you will understand what we're talking yeah, about yeah you'll get it's kind of like it's, it's like even in other meanings like just like surviving your waking up from your darkest moments and just surviving it and trying getting rid of all that toxicness in your life and just not giving yeah, up yeah so i think and even all the i'm so excited to for people to hear what what we've created um but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting yeah Amazing. What, what, so what's your live show like? Do you have session musicians? As yes, well? yes. Like, so, yeah, yeah for, for live, yeah. We, yeah, we have um session musicians, like, because these songs, like, we're very, the live show is, in, is so, is the most important thing to us. And, like, even like I said, when we got the opportunity to support Thrice and Reading and Reading Leeds and Rock and Ring and download and stuff, it was like, we're putting on the best possible live show you could get. And we get, we have like, we become friends with all these musicians. We work We like, we, our friends are the one, our musicians yeah. on stage and okay. having being a very kind of like energetic band and just pouring everything into it. So yeah, we can't wait for even people. So mostly even like all of most of our people discovering our music haven't even seen us live yet. So I'm so excited. So yeah. for people to come to a show next year. Yeah. 
Oh, that's very exciting. Um, let, let me just take it back a little bit. Like, obviously, at the top of this, you mentioned some of your influences, you know, the Jimmy mm-hmm. Gods and Taking Back Sunday. Let, mm-hmm. Let's just get into that a little bit. Like, um, to, what what was the band that drew either of you or both of you into, you know, this love of this particular kind of music? Who was the gateway band for you guys? Oh, My Chemical Romance for me. They're still, to this day, my favourite band. I remember I was... <laughs> probably like 10 and I heard is it famous last words it was on tv and I was like oh okay I was like I want to do that Gerard Way I want to be that man <laughs> and it just I had always wanted to sing but I didn't know in what kind of capacity like what did I yeah. but then as oh, soon so- as I that, I was oh sorry <laughs> we, so, sorry to sorry to cut in there but like yeah. were you always quite aware that you had quite a strong voice and like so you yeah my, well our mom is a singer herself like she teaches singing and she's oh, an opera okay. singer actually okay. so she's very she has the dramatics which is probably where i get that from <laughs> and so i'd always wanted to sing i'd be watching disney movies and i'd be wishing i was a disney princess so okay. that was that and then i turned emo <laughs> okay so emo is the vibe so yeah i saw my romance and was like that changed my life mm. and i knew okay. okay i want to be in a rock band an emo rock band and then paul was slightly, a few years older than me so he'd be coming back from school bringing like discovering taking back sunday and having them on yeah. those cds that you burn yeah. he'd be like listen to this and fallout boy yeah so it was like we, yeah we went from yeah. like taking back sunday to fallout boy then we got into like thrice and jimmy yeah. world yeah. and then we discovered like you know like even older bands like mineral yeah. and then yeah. we got into like even post-rock bands like caspian and explosions in the sky yeah. so then now when it's time to record your our first ever song we're like I want to combine all of our like all of <laughs> yeah. this, like Cam to Storm, post rock plus emo. And I think we can create something special and yeah. what something that we want to listen to. Yeah, and like yeah, we've always been like we're always even today we we're in our own bubble. I don't we kind of like we're in our favorite band. We're in our yeah <laughs> we're all our dream is always like be in your favorite band. It's like what's so kind of crazy in the sense of like we recorded this Cam to Storm emo record in 2017 and now in 2023. It's being discovered because emo yeah. is is getting back is yeah, back is again, so and it's kind of like, and it's like you can see like we're not hopping on a trend. Like we literally yeah. our songs that we wrote six years ago are like being discovered now. So that's what's so so incredible. And so that's why even patience. Yeah, I love how everything circles back. Yeah, and I feel like rock music and emo yeah. all is gonna come back. It feels like it's in a good yeah. place right now. And yeah. I feel like yeah. So, yeah, and even I think what's so good now is that even not even. It's like the industry is kind of like fans choose yeah. who they want to make successful or they just just listening to what they love. Um, before you'd have to be on a, like a big label and they'll put you on TV and stuff like that. Now you don't need you don't even need it. It's in the you don't need anything hands. anymore. It's in the listeners hands who they want to uh, like support. Yeah, that's true. Did you, did you get much chance to see many of those bands growing up? Uh, yeah, what, yeah. We, what, would Cork be the nearest city for you guys? Yeah, Cork is the major main city, but we, for us, like we'd always just fly over. To like, Ryanair used to, <laughs> Ryanair used to do, Ryanair <laughs> yeah. used to do two cent flights. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we were like, "What is the con in it? Wait, wait, it what's the catch? Wait, it's actually going to be two cents. <laughs> so all I have to buy is a ticket and a hotel. So then every couple of Every couple of I've weeks, I miss so much school. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to see Taking Back. Sunday. Yeah, we just we- follow Taking Back. So we go to three or four Taking Back Sunday shows. Like we pay like so our flights to see them would have been two cent each. So we spent for our budget. Okay, we four cent. We can afford the flights, and then we like yeah, oh, we- <laughs> yeah, our dad like come with us. Yeah, I'd be too young to go to the shows without a parent. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah we so we went to see TBS and we saw um Fall Out Boy. We saw our Jimmy World play Bleed American and Clarity in person, and that was like so inspiring and. So, yeah. We actually saw Thrice play, it was before they went on a hiatus the, for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. At the, HMV Forum. Yeah, the HMV Kentish Town Forum. And I yeah. remember we were sitting up in the balcony thing and we were just like, this is amazing. And then I think, like, what was it, like three years later, we supported them in that exact venue. Yeah. It was crazy. Okay. Really? That was something okay. before we cool. started. Yeah, so it was kind of crazy looking back at things like that. Was like, like, we've achieved, like, so much. But, and, if, and even feeling like we haven't even started yet, that's what the most exciting thing is. Yeah. Uh, who would be like the bucket list? I suppose. Uh, I suppose to support. 
MCR's yeah, number one. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I love even like one of our biggest influences, even like even into his new songs, Blink. Oh, Blink! But, like yeah. they're are they're up there. Like I said, they're one of our. I was crying watching that one more time video. But yeah, so Blink are like even like one of our biggest influences as well. Even nice. on new music, we always knew like um a tiny like teaser for new music for people. It's like we always knew before we started a band. We always knew. The first album is going to be a Cam to Storm record. Album two is going to be a faster paced record. So we've always had like this plan in our head of like, even we know the the next next eighty years of our band. <laughs> <laughs> we've had we've always had this thing. That's what that's I think why we survived such like some like bad industry stuff because we've yeah. always had our vision since day one and it's and it's worked out um beautifully but yeah having that vision from day one of like i know what my first record was sound, was going to sound like my second record third and just having that kind of blueprint yeah. but yeah nice did did you catch any of the blink shows on this we didn't we did, were always somewhere busy working or somewhere but but yeah like then we always we saw, say we saw them in when was it back in Dublin when Tom was actually in the yeah first years okay years and years ago yeah and it was so good. but then we were always like I, I want to be supporting them so like <laughs> let's not go maybe we might get the support offer like wait for that to happen uh, that'll be a dream know. you're on the right trajectory yeah I saw them in uh this time around I did Copenhagen and London oh, so amazing how was it twice. really good really good particularly Copenhagen that was a special oh, show and it was like you know, I've been watching them live for about 24, 25 years. So, it's oh, kind wow. of, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it was, it was the, yeah, it was the best, arguably, they've ever sounded, I think. So. Oh, amazing. I was going to say, I watched, we were actually watching YouTube videos of them. What's in it Europe. Copenhagen? Was it Holland? It was, it was in somewhere. Holland. And they, it, like you just said, it was the best. I've never sound, heard them sound that good. They were just, yeah. you just, and you could just tell, I think, because they're just so happy and they're just so probably happy to yeah, be back I mean uh, happy plus heavy use of backing tracks they prepared oh, yeah. as much back in the day but still everyone hey, but no it's so good to see it's just so nice to see I was so, so, sorry just I was going to ask before were there any um particular Irish bands uh that that you're into growing up or was it all stuff from America it's mainly mostly American to be honest it's all America's like it felt like we didn't have like and like the closest kind of closest band to what we wanted growing up was like Yumi at six and then we we actually they did their like we grew up like take off your colors was like one of our favorite albums growing up and then in yeah. 2018 um it was kind of like even Yumi at six when we when everything fall apart we uh uh we got the offer to support um Yumi at six on their uh two Irish dates we doing the, on, on the take off your colors tour so that uh, was okay. like that was like such a two, Irish date. Two Irish, just such two special shows for us. Um, so on, that stuff like that kind of kept us going as well. Yeah, like even yeah, like for bands like of that level to kind of let us do that wouldn't again they wouldn't even know what we were going through at the time but little things yeah. little it was like little glimmers of hope. And yeah, that, we got those shows by just a tweet. We saw yeah. Josh, the lead singer, just tweet um announced the dates and we just tweeted oh we'd love to support you and then he just got back and we got then we found out that we had an email in our inbox like a couple hours later it was like that's what i'm saying it's kind of like the industry hasn't been kind to us but it's kind of like our the like fans and like even and bands just being like and believing in our music and stuff so yeah what's um what's life look like for both of you kind of outside of music do you do you like work day this, jobs and no this is our complete since day one this has been our complete priority really? like like waking up all we are doing is writing new music constantly coming up with music video treatments yeah. we um, live, we're very lucky we live at home still so, so yeah <laughs> it's a lot yeah. easier yeah, exactly so we're like writing it always this this has always been like our biggest dream and we pour absolutely yeah. absolutely everything into it so from waking up all we're doing is like, okay, what we're posting on Instagram and TikTok today, uh, and just writing new, working on new songs, and yeah, just yeah. just growing our fan base and just trying to get as many um, people to listen to our music. Like, please listen to. Us. <laughs> <laughs> is is there any like new current artists that you guys are into at the minute? <sighs> um, I like just like um Sweet Pill, a really cool band. Um, Pool Kids. Um, 
that's not the one that signed to Hopeless. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's people just signed to Hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're really cool. Um, so yeah, they're, they're two bands that we'd love to tour with. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, sorry, what was the, I missed the other one? Uh, pool cool. Kids. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, there's some so many like good good bands right now, yeah. but we're like most of the time we're in like I said we're in our own bubble just listening to and just <laughs> just listen to ourselves taking back Sunday and MCR yeah. and just in our own bubble and just like <laughs> just like creating the music. That we yeah, like I said, we're not looking at what anyone else is doing. So like like I said, every everything everyone's going to hear in the next year from us were songs that were written back in 2016, 2017. We've been waiting. Wow. We believed in these, like we believed in the first batch that have, have been like supported so much by fans. Yeah. We believe in these batch even more. So we've just, okay. we've just be- like, like believe them so much. So we're so, so excited for people to hear them starting from November 10th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> November 10th, which is yeah. either today or just in the past so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now <laughs> um guys i think i think we can probably wrap this up in a minute but like we normally we normally finish these with like a few quick fire questions so Perfect. unless there's anything else that you haven't had a chance to mention that you want to get in usually our life story goes on for like an eight hour zoom yeah. so i think we've done it well in a good amount of time yeah we've been <laughs> able to cut it down paul usually can talk for like seven yeah, hours yeah it's exactly. great yeah <laughs> cut it down <laughs> it was nicely done nicely done <laughs> thank you um okay yeah i'll i'll um fire a couple of these quick fire questions at you and then i'll let you go just just to warn you they're not very inventive so okay i'm, I'm, pretty, I'm nervous yeah. though. No, I'm the, these are probably the kind of questions you'll get once you get more and more famous and then just okay you know standard <laughs> media ask you all right uh favorite tv show breaking bad i was gonna say breaking bad as well yeah breaking uh, bad. favorite movie dress apart for me Oh, I have two. Kill Bill, both Volume 1 and 2, and Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> the, <laughs> the original one. The, not, anim- not the, 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 the early 90s one, not the 2017 one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Favourite food? Pizza. Uh, burritos. I've, see, I've, I had my first burrito, shockingly, only like four years ago, and now I'm really? obsessed. Like, literally, <laughs> we were playing in Dublin, and the support band said, I want to take you to Boojum. And we're like, I was like, I don't even know what word you just said. What is a boojum? And it just, I had a brio and it just changed my life. And so my favorite, I'm gonna say, can I just say breakfast food in general? That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you can. That. No, that is. Any type of breakfast food or quesadillas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a bad answer. That's a bad answer. <laughs> um, favorite live show that you've ever been to as a fan? Oh, I'm gonna say Mike and McCormick's last year. Same, that changed my life. Same, we <laughs> saw them in um in Dublin um last year. Oh, and... I was crying so bad through the whole. Yeah, time. it was just it felt because <laughs> it, so it was the first time we've ever we had ever actually seen them live. Yeah, we had never considering we went to so many shows growing up. They were a band. We always missed them. We were something always happened that we weren't sold out. Or we, or something. Yeah. sold out so quick because like yeah, it was like the Black Parade here, so they always sold out. We never got the chance to see them. So getting to yeah. see them, it was seeing the band that inspired us so much live for the first time and. But yeah, I always remembered them. I remember those shows because I remember Steph went up, came up on the screen through the crowd, and the yeah. amount of like, DMs and tweets we saw of like, "Oh my God, Greywind are here! Why aren't <laughs> Greywind supporting?" <laughs> and we we're like, and they were like, "Why aren't Greywind supporting MCR?" I was like, "I'm asking the same question." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That day. yeah. <laughs> I, I was too emotional. Now I'm prepared. So yeah, that show was very special. Or me. when we were growing up, there was a Taking Back Sunday show. I think. Liverpool. Yeah, I think I was like 15, and I remember there was sweat coming off the ceiling. It was just one of those shows. Oh, it was raining outside and the building was about to collapse. <laughs> no, one or the other. Yeah, but I feel like it was sweat or something because <laughs> it was just so good. But yeah, it, was it, was like, so it felt like the venue was going to explode. Yeah, like. that show always has stayed with me. Yeah, so those two shows. Yeah, those we two have the same same show. Yeah. Like, yeah, we should start a band. We should. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me fire. I'll give you, give you four or five previous guests we've had on the podcast. And you're only allowed to keep the music of one of these guests. Oh God! And I'll, I'll be nice. I'll not include the Wonder Years. In, okay, in that I'll include they're, them. They're... We're just gonna offend everyone now. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, I'll give you Get Up Kids, Menzingers, Frank Turner, Newfound Glory, and Rise Against. 
You can only keep the music of one of them. We'll say at the same time. One, two, three, new found glory. They survived. They survived. I'm sorry to hear that. You're great too. So you got so you you're definitely partial to your like your pop punk as well as the more yeah. I think even I think even I I think the newer songs we've leaned into our pop punk side a lot more than yeah, I think to be honest, I think like I'm gonna say it right now. This this if this is out November 10th, like Antidote is a straight up pop punk emo song. It's like yeah. if you love, awesome. I think if it, the best way to describe it is if if Blink and MCR wrote a song, and it had would a daughter. and had an Irish emo daughter <laughs> singing. Yeah, that's Antidote. Yeah, Blink meets MCR is Antidote. Yeah. So and we've like it's been a song we've been sitting on for so long, and we're like so excited for people to hear it and yeah. what we have following it and we're like but yeah it's like i love what people are gonna see they're gonna see the influences throughout all these songs from blink to mcr to taking my sunday to like post rock and i'm just so excited for people to hear what we what we prayed so yeah yeah lovely and then final question if you could only take one record to a desert island with you what would it be oh god three cheers um, by mcr keep having the same answer yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> We have a good taste of music, don't we? Do. That's why we, as well, people probably think we fight all the time as siblings. It's because yeah. we have such a bond over music. We just get yeah, each yeah. other. Same brain when it comes yeah. to music. Like when I write a part of a song, I was like, I don't even need, Steph will love this. Because yeah. we grew up yeah. loving like the same music. Like we always, sometimes we get a question. You're the, I think you're the first person who didn't, hasn't asked. It's like, do you guys fight? I was like, so thank you for asking it. Thank you. That was the next question. Yeah, that's the next question. <laughs> but yeah, so we, yeah. But yeah, we don't. We've just always like always had the same um taste in music and TV shows and everything. So yeah. As you yeah. can tell, all we talk about is grey wind and music. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. What's your favorite thing? <laughs> I guess that's what makes it work. So are you guys are so yeah, yeah. obviously you know, yeah, kind of yeah. We haven't had our oasis moment. Yeah, we yet. won't have our oasis moment, I don't think. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. Um yeah, no, I, th- I I think um I can let you guys go. Thanks so much for giving me some of your time. Uh, particularly you. when you're jet lagged as well. Really. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having us. Lovely uh, me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and hopefully uh, see you over this way sometime yeah. soon.